Hello, I'm Matt Price, and this is Conversations with Criminals. This is part two of a conversation that I had with a former ketamine dealer in what used to be a brothel in Moscow. But it's so much better than that. It really is. She was an amazing guest. And again, if you did listen to part one, you can hear her friend on a shisha pipe in the background. The two of them were such great company, and I feel lucky to have had this conversation. I learned so much, and I really hope you enjoy it. 20th of January, so nearly, literally near three years ago, and I um, got a job, like, through Facebook. The guy was like, yeah, 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 teaching English. I've never taught before, but I said, yeah, I'm sort of teaching, no problem. I got some people to say I taught them. And uh, he was like, yeah, you're going to get 3K, £3,000 a month and everything, like amazing salary. Came here. Uh, oh, my God. Love it. I forgot. Man. This guy was a fucking crackhead. <laughs> like, was okay. like a... So was it, a, was it a scam then? Like... It, it was not really a scam, but it was like, I mean, he, he was an American Russian. So he grew up in New York, but was with Russian roots and like, uh, you know, spoke perfect Russian and all that. And he came back, he lived in Russia for like 10 years after that. And then uh, he was like, he set up his own school. But I came and I remember I was like, uh, fucking doing nothing for two weeks, just like, like three hours a week. And I was like, where's all this money going to come from? <laughs> and in the end, he's like, oh, actually, you're going to take the job of this other teacher in school. So I started teaching in the school and never taught before. But it went pretty well. And uh, it was good because it was really good salary. And it was only three days a week. Yeah. It was like a really private school outside in like some village outside oh, okay. Moscow. So it was a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was not his school. He just found, he just exchanged me with one of his other teachers who worked full time for him. But but he was crazy. Like he, um, and then, oh, sorry, but he, and then one of my colleagues there who used to do private lessons for him as well. He studied at Edinburgh with my, one of my friends from my, my high school and uh, we became friends he was american french uh like like son and grandson of cia people so he's a paranoid guy <laughs> in oh, general <laughs> and he worked for this crackhead guy <laughs> who was like so like with a work visa but you know you had to pay no taxes no nothing this guy the boss was like he had a wife and kids but he would cheat on her like even the first day when he uh, echoed me like he got me and showed me my flat and everything. He tried to get with me and stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and then um, we got a champ- bottle of champagne. And then he started. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh my God. And then, um, but he was, yeah, he was even having a big affair with an oligarch's wife. And like uh, buying cocaine and like driving on cocaine constantly. So my friend who was working very closely with him was always paranoid because, you know, he could get arrested anytime and they're like all kind of linked and stuff. So eventually after three, four months, I stopped completely working for him. I used to do it just private lessons like here and there. And then like, he just, he never paid me. And once he paid me, we went clubbing in like a really fancy club in Moscow. And he came and he gave me my payslip, like, well, not my payslip, but my like cash in hand, like 25,000 rubles, which is like, I don't know, like 400 Quid or something. So it's not that. It doesn't look like that much, but it is like in twenty five thousand rubles is like a lot yeah, in Russia. Yeah. And like a big envelope and stuff. And you don't even know, man. That night, so oh, I was like, "Fucking hell, fuck you!" Like this is so annoying. I was you know chilling, going out. I got a taxi that night, 
because I used to get always gypsy cabs, and it's not like ordered cabs. It's like, like just the cabs you just like some you can stop some them in the random street. guy yeah. in the street. Like, oh, do you want a do you, do you want a like, taxi? Kind of. Sorry for interrupting. Like a guy in a in a Range Rover 2015 would would stop. Who's richer than like than me in my entire life? My entire family would stop. And like, how much would you like? This was like about five six years ago. And they would like, let's. Fuck, yeah, I never had a rain. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I had like the shitty cars, man. The shitty ladders. His suit was more expensive than all uh, my university years. <laughs> the money I spent. And he was just like, 100 rubles, come on, get, get on, give me 100. Because before, like, people, this is very, very common. I remember even just when, even this was like four years, five years ago when I was a student here, people would wait at the bus stop. And people, like women, whatever, like will just like put their hand out, like kind of hitchhiking, just to get like to work because the bus would take too long or something. And just random people would stop and say, yeah, yeah, so like 60 rubles, 100 rubles, whatever, and drive them there. Wow. And they're called like gypsy cabs. Um, well, That's very really trusting, isn't it, of people? Well, yeah, and my, my boyfriend, he, but he's been here for 20 years, so he was even here when like the end of the 90s okay. and like uh, when it was crazy Russia. And uh, he said he, he once did that. He once picked up a couple and he was like, the couple was like fondling in the back. He felt so weird. <laughs> he was like, fuck this shit. Like, <laughs> but yeah, anyone could could do that. It's way less common. I have, I don't really see it anymore. No, and no, no. I, I like before but you would even see people like on the street kind of hailing like cars, not sure. taxis. Anyway. Could, could I try that? <coughs> you could try. You could yeah. try but it's not going to work, is it? Well, it will probably get you like uh, a ladder. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never even had even had anyone with Range Rovers stop. Oh, For yeah. me, it was always like a shitty ladders or whatever. So may I ask you, it, you your, your boyfriend is that the guy who was the dealer? In no, 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 oh. no, no, no. He's my boyfriend. He, I met him here in Russia oh, about okay. a year and a half ago. Cool, cool. No, no, that was my ex. He was another fucking <laughs> crazy guy. Yeah. But um, no, no. But going back to so going back to my story. I used to a lot of, lot of the times because I lived alone at this point back in this same area with, with all the tower blocks and I had a really nice flat and everything and um, but I lived on my own and it's quite far out so you know like a, and it, the, there weren't really apps like Uber and stuff properly like and it wasn't really set up as it is now as easy as it is now and I'd always like outside the club because I'd always go in the same area where there's clubs it's really central and kind of nice like Red October you know and there's always like piles of cars like just hanging there, like like hanging about. And you just go and I'd say five I'd always say five hundred rubles because that was like the cheapest thing I could get. And they would be like, No, 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 no. So I'd really find the cheapest guys, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and anyway, got get a taxi. So this is this night, never happened to me before. Getting the taxi. Guy, uh so we're driving and you have to go through a forest to get to this area because it's really far. It's not as far as, there's much further in Moscow because it's fucking huge, but it's still quite far out and there's a big forest. He was driving through like the forest, like on a kind of big road, but still no cars. Stops the car and he says like, um, give me uh, your wallet and your phone and your shit and uh, otherwise, uh, you know, like I'm leaving you in the street or I, I don't know. I Again, my Russian at this point wasn't as good as it is now. Like it's still like kind of dodgy. But I knew, and I was like, fuck, and I was like, oh my god, and I kind of, I was like, where am I, what the fuck, I'm still a bit drunk and shit, and I'm like, oh my god, and I had the envelope with all my money in it, 
And anyway, he starts, because I was also sitting at the front next to him. And he starts going through my bag and, take, and took my, finds the envelope, everything, puts his, my phone, like on the, I remember on the dashboard. And he's just like, and I'm like, well, I want go, you know, my address. And he's like, because I, I kind of understood. He was like, I'm going to take you home, but just give me your stuff. Otherwise, don't know what's going to happen to you. So he did. And I eventually we arrived like in front of next to my, in front of my big building. And I just remembered like a flash. And I was like, and I looked at him and I grabbed his balls like this. Like, and I just remember that look on his face. Like, <gasps> I was like, if I ever see, and in English, I tell him, if I ever see you again, I'll fucking kill you. And I just went, ah! And I remember grabbing my phone from the dashboard and just running out and be like, ah, and fucking run. But I just remember, I have a flash of this face, like, <laughs> wow. I just grabbed the ball like this, oh. And but you still, you, have, you got my money. And, uh, and just that night, it had to be that night with my fucking idiot boss gave me that fucking envelope. That's amazing. And but you know what intrigues me about that? I mean, first of all, you won, so I'm really glad. And you know, you did. First of all, I never didn't have any harm like proper. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. in a way he's kind of I'm not gonna say an idiot criminal, but you know, he kind of just wanted maybe he thought, you know, easy target, I don't need to kill, rape, whatever, but you know, maybe she'll just give me my how much she's probably rich or something, I don't know. Yeah. But I just like fucking but at the time when he stopped the car the first time, I was too scared to do that. But then when I saw my house and then everything, I was like, fuck this, man. It just, I'm trying to understand culturally why he would say, listen, give me, I'm going to take everything you have, but don't worry, I'll still drop you. I home. know, I know. Because that, that's unusual, isn't I know, it? That's right? not just me being a naive Westerner. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I'm like, I feel really kind of lucky. And it's happened to me another similar kind of time. But in this similar situation, but this other time, I remember I was trying to get a taxi from my on my phone, and I was walking around in the center. Not too, I lived cl- closer to the center this time, not too too far from here. And um, and my taxi, my Uber wasn't working. I was pissed off. I was like, ah. And some guys, oh no, <laughs> actually not, because I have stories with taxi guys. Like, oh my god, <laughs> guys like, actually no, I, I actually. I actually uh, got in the taxi and I actually got with the taxi guy. <laughs> yeah. got, got with. Got, got yeah. with. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. And eventually, he's like, and I remember the next day, it was my first day at work. Yeah, and it was uh, the first day of my school where I work now. And it's uh, it was like a Halloween event or something. And I just went out and it was maybe 1 a.m. So kind of going home early-ish. And um, I was like, I got with a guy, and and then he's like, ah, oh, can I? I'm coming home with you, and I said, no, fuck off, I don't want to, I want to go to sleep, and all this shit, and that's it. And he's like, Rrr. and then he's like, okay, well, get out of the car, then. I was like, okay, fuck you, then. And I did, and I was trying to get my, another taxi. It wasn't working, and he came back because he was watching me from, and he's like, okay, I'm sorry about it. I'll just take you home, and. It's fine. And I said, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, go away. And he's like, fine. And he just leaves. And then, so I was still like 10 minutes walking around this street and some guy just comes like on a car and he's like, hey, go, go, come here. Free taxi, free taxi. I was like, no, man, this is not not having a good feeling about this one. (laughs) Like, okay, you know, usually they'll say like, how how much show to go wherever you want? No, 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 no. And he's like, free taxi, free taxi. And he looked a bit 
scruffy and weird, you know? Yeah. And I said, no, 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 fuck off. And eventually, I'm telling you, there was no one there on this street. Nothing was working. And I got in. <laughs> but again, luck, man. I mean, so I got in. And I'm like, uh, again, sitting on the front. And um, I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, okay, whatever. This is my address. It's not that far, maybe 20 minutes. And I'm in the car. And I'm like kind of actually, I'm like on my phone, like, I don't know, on some shit on Facebook. I can't remember what I was doing, reading some shit. And I'm like, I've been in this car for ages. And I look around and it's like the fucking countryside. <laughs> like, I'm like, where am I? And like, we're driving down this shit road and it's just like, like little huts and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I put my Google Maps on, you know, my location. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not joking. This is like the... Right, Moscow, Moscow's huge. Like the circle line, there's a circle line, and then the MCAD, and we're like right up there, north, like west, going fuck knows where. And I just, I, I saw that, and I just lost it. And I started screaming, like, ah! and hitting everything, hitting him, and opening the door, like I'm gonna jump out and everything. And he just got really startled and was like, what the fuck is she doing? And I just started banging on everything and screaming, screaming, screaming. And I'm like, I'm getting out, I'm getting out. And I'm opening the door and he's like stopping the car. And he's like, fuck this, man. And he's like, calm. And I'm like, you take me home right now. What the fuck is going on? I'm like, like seriously. And I already now, my Russian's a bit better and stuff. And again, I think, you know, he, I, he seemed like a bit of a, like a simpleton kind of person. Like he looked a bit rough and, and not like, he wasn't like tough with me you know but he, you, but he can't use that as a defense in court can he oh i'm just a bit simple i drove the wrong way like, oh obviously obviously not but i mean it was lucky for me that he, he could have like probably yeah. smacked me with his elbow uh, and like i uh, put me to sleep yeah, but he it wasn't like that and he got a bit scared turned the car around and drove back eventually drove me home the whole time driving home he, so i was sitting there on that side he's driving and the whole time he's like putting his arm on my on my leg and and I remember having a pain the next day so many times I was pushing it back I was just like get me home man get me home. eventually did drive me home got a free taxi <laughs> I got home it was like 5am and I wanted I got to go to work for my first I was like fucking good to like try to leave early at the party nothing comes for free that's <laughs> <laughs> nothing comes for free so if anybody oh offers me goodness. anything for free in Moscow I'm <laughs> no. definitely going to say no, no, yeah. thank you. I, I want to, I, you know, I want to, because it does seem so safe, doesn't it? Although now what you've told me, I never want to get in a taxi. Well, I ever. mean, there's that and there's worse, you know, and this is, and this is me being really stupid because this is even after something really bad happened. And I used to take a lot of these gypsy cabs before and then I kind of stopped because it was stupid and and. Not because I felt, most of the time I never, I really, really didn't, sometimes a bit like you're kind of on your toes, but it's, it's never had problems because a lot of these people are just want to get, make money. Just, yeah. They just want to drive you home and whatever. Yeah. But also a lot of these people, I don't want to sound like racist or even, they're a lot from the Caucasus. So, you know, young girls, whatever, there, there's, there's a bit of like, and they're very, they can be very, you know, forceful, like not forceful, like in terms of touching you and stuff, but like, ah, oh, but give me your number, ah, oh, but this and that, and they want to talk. And yeah. anyway, and uh, basically my, one of my best, my, my really my best friend, uh, he was, a, he was studying Russian with me here in Moscow as a year abroad student. 
He went to Manchester University there. And uh, he was also, he was English, French, half English, half French, with Russian roots. He had a Russian uh, surname and he has five brothers and sisters, all Russian names. Anyway, and um, he he actually came back with his brother the, the, the Christmas, well, like the winter time after his uni finished. And uh, this is just before I moved back to Russia. And he actually, so he went to this club called Crazy Daisy. And I'm telling you, the stories that come out, I've been there, and every single time it's some crazy fucked up shit going on. Where's Crazy Daisy? So there's two in Moscow, three even. Yeah. Yeah. It's a place like when I, we were students, the first, one of the first times we went out, we went there. One of my friends got kind of, you know, stayed there. He, he we, was bad of alcohol, and once he started drinking, he'd just go full out. And they just kind of like, the girls who were there, they're all like kind of half naked and uh, like selling you shots, and they like, you know, were, were like serving him. Not not like sexually, but you know, like yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, drinks and drinks, and he all his money, all his um, uni money, like three grand, <sighs> taken in one night. Three grand in one night. In power. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, that was the first story of my crazy Daisy experiences. Yeah. Every time, it's just a it's just a crazy, crazy, crazy club place, and every time there are stupid stories that come up. Anyway, so this is my friend, him and his brother went there, and they get out. And, and another girl and a friend of his brother's and they they're out like 5am whatever middle of winter oh, they get a gypsy cab and it was two guys so not even just one guy this time it was two guys and sitting in the front and they're like you know hey we have some drinks you know have some drinks with us we have some beers blah 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 they stupidly drink and um, basically it was laced with some shit and they kind of like well fell asleep and all this and they robbed them and uh, they let go, like, the brother, this, the girl and him and my friend, like, all in different places, right in the top near Babushkinskaya, like, uh, north of Moscow, where there's, again, it's all, all of Moscow and outside is a lot of forests and stuff, big, big forests and parks in between big tower block kind of areas, you know? Yeah. And that happened, and uh, basically the brother and the girl managed to somehow find each other because they weren't like walking the street they had nothing left and they kind of managed to find and I think actually the girl she didn't drink anything but she kind of was like and they just kicked her out of the cab they found each other and my friend went missing for three days I remember I was in England I was fucking like what's, what happened like what, what's, stressing out and stuff and eventually they found him and he died by hyperthermia they stole his coat and he had rings and everything and he just wandered off in a forest like in the days you know and like wow yeah so fucking you know and then after this kind of shit me going i felt really stupid uh going and doing all these gypsy taxi stuff but so i i never do that again now god and about how like if you know one person all your problems were solved like when i used to to study Oh, at yeah. one point, I was like, uh, I don't, I don't want to. That's it. Like, I'm, I'm fed up with studying. I just want to get kicked from university. But the, the head of the international office, he knew me. Like, I helped him with the foreign students because I knew Russian, I knew English, and I knew Arabic. So I helped him with a lot of foreign students. And one day, like, I had to uh, send uh, a paper about, uh, about like the thesis, my thesis. 
uh, and he calls me at 9 a.m. in the morning. Uh, sorry, at 10 a.m. in the morning. And he's like, Abed, your um, because it's your uh. Uh, like they, uh, they will remove you from the university. How would you say this? Oh, you got kicked out. Yeah, you're you're about to get kicked out from the university. The paper is right in front of me. All I have to do is sign it, and that's it. You will, you're gonna live on the street. Your visa is gonna get revoked. You're fucked. But I like you. <laughs> you help me with so many things. So here's what I'm gonna do. This paper is gonna be in my drawer. For one day till 10 a.m. tomorrow. And I will call your professor at 9.30 a.m. tomorrow. If she tells me that you sent the paper, I will rip, uh, if you sent like your thesis, I will rip the paper. (laughs) So there was a commission. This commission said, okay, this guy is going out from the university. And this guy goes, oh no. I'm gonna keep it under the uh, in my desk for for one day, and I did like Amazing. I sent it the next day. So like, even the university's corrupt. Oh my yeah. god, oh so my much! God, man. And even like so, <laughs> I, I know a lot about this uni stuff from my friend, this Ivory Coast guy who who uh, like studied there for ages, and and after eight years, and he was just he was telling me the system. So basically, you get points out of five. I think five is the best, right? Yeah. So anyway, how it kind of works. Is you you go to university? He says you get friends with the professor. You go to your classes the first like two months all the time and show that you're there. And then if they like you because they're the ones passing you at the end, well they'll give you if if you've been there for the first couple of months, you went to class and you did this and they kind of like you, they'll give you a pass, no problems. You'll get like a two point five. Okay, if you work a lot, then you get a good mark. But that's all you have to do. Basically, and you, you, and then even after that, if you're like, don't do nothing, you just buy them champagne and some shit. And this is like, I mean, I've never been to university here, but I mean, I've heard this like over and over again. You buy them presents and because it's not an anonymous like test you take, you get examined by the guy who taught you the whole year. If he doesn't like you, you know, you've got to know your shit. <laughs> but if you just want to if your aim is just to pass and have a degree from this thing then no problem then just buy somebody gifts well, I just yeah, yeah I would never expect it everything everything about this is unexpected <laughs> yeah like uh, gifts uh, like for example if you're from an, uh, a foreign country like let's say an Arabic country which is uh, their Friends. most famous uh, liquor is Arak okay. then okay yeah, uh, you buy them this uh, thing. You say, "Oh, this is the like, the the greatest gift, the, the greatest alcohol we have," and they were like, "Oh, nice. You might pass, <laughs> and you just need to show up to a few classes, try not to fail your exams, <laughs> and buy them a bottle." And but that's of course not in all of the universities. Yeah, no, it's like not like some. I don't think it's that. I think it's also another thing that's become less. Before it was way more, but it's still, because uh, my friend, for example, he wouldn't buy presents, but he would just make sure that, you know, he shows, uh, you know, enthusiasm at the beginning mm. and he's there and he's not also not doing nothing, but, you know, he doesn't have to show up the rest of the time. So he's, they're always free. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, that's why, like, in, uh, 
in my country, in like in the Arab world, if they, if they hear, oh, you're going to Russia to study, oh, okay, so like you, you're not gonna study, you're gonna uh, uh, get your diploma by vodka, <laughs> <laughs> by matter of vodka, by matter of uh, you know, by matter of presence, like you're not gonna study. It's a stereotype. But but this is it, it's such a in Russia. It's a, just today. I went. Uh, I I went. I took my my colleague for lunch. I have a three hour break at lunch. To the hospital. She she needs to get her fibroids taken out or something. And uh, basically, she doesn't speak Russian. She's South African. And and another colleague. She got the operation done, even for free because the, the 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 doctor's a friend of her friend of her niece or something. Anyway, we went. And you know, it's a very very Russian thing. We went and then she, so she looked at her, consulted her for free and everything. And, you know, obviously you, you, she gave her a present, like, like chocolates or whatever, but that's a very Russian thing. Like in England, you know, someone's birthday party, you don't think, yeah, you're going to bring maybe a boot, some booze or whatever, but you're not going to bring a present. It's not like, um, it's not, unless maybe it's a very close friend in Russia, like no matter whose birthday is, you have to bring something. Or I've had birthday parties where like, like friends, but not very, not anyone very like close to me. They always bring presents. You always like give something and it's a big, big thing. And then it translates to all these other like, yeah, like even just as a doctor, you'll say, and it's, doesn't have to be like something expensive but it's just something you're like thank you or you help me out okay. you know yeah yeah yeah. it's a big thing yeah. that's just explained something to me actually which is which is kind of in sort of vaguely interesting but um but i'm gonna diploma by vodka i love that as an expression that might well be the title of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> and on saturday night i mean the, the gig was fine but i was describing how um i went to a, a to a criminal sex party, and very long story short, a part of the research, um, I'm stood there in the middle of a garden, and, and like the house is here, the sex dungeon is here, and I'm stood here, and, I, and my, my missus, I thought she was going to tell me, no, you can't go, she said, you absolutely have to go, because I need to know what happens next. Yeah. <laughs> so I was regaling the anecdote, to the, you know, to all the story to, to the Russian audience, and I said to them, so I'm not being crude, but a guy turned up, ladies and gentlemen, and he's got a negligee on, and he's got his penis in his hand, and he's walk as he was, he was walking down the garden towards a section and just chimping himself off, right? And without a care in the world. And then I said to them, nobody likes to show up to a party empty-handed. <laughs> but that's ridiculous. And I swear to you, the whole place just erupted, and I thought... It's you know it's a good joke, but I thought, oh, that really is culturally significant. Yeah. Oh, 100%. so I hit that by accident. Then. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not like telling you shit, it's but it's a, just it's a more perfect. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I got lucky. Wow. That that's because I just thought, hang on, it's funny, but it ain't that funny. But they were like applauding, and I was like, okay. It's, a, yeah, it's no. exactly that. Okay. If no, you could, nice. if you could, like. Explain it in that kind of way. It's even more funny. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so I get you know it. Yeah, no, I understand. No, because it was it was not bugging me, but I was just thinking, why did they go for that so much? But now I kind of understand because. Thank you very much for listening. I do appreciate it. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please do me a favor and share it and like it. And if you could leave me a review on iTunes, that would make me very happy indeed. It really would. Until then, take good care of yourself and I'll be back with more conversations very soon. So bye for now.